ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Yes, we got another episode of Ball and Beats, uh, but this one's a little different. This is the Ask Roger edition. So we went out. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. So we went out and solicited some questions from from some of our listeners, and uh, this is our Ask Roger edition. So we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put Roger to it. So full disclosure, Roger's not seen any of these questions beforehand. Nope. We're just, we're just gonna throw it at him and see what he has to say. So uh, thank you because we've got a lot of questions here. So I really appreciate you guys doing this. Um, yes, and yes. Hon- uh, honestly, you know. You might get your you gotta have your hands full with a couple of these. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm be honest with you. Cool. But before we get into Just that, waiting on the next questions. You silly. <laughs> this mother. I, bad, you know bad. what? I, I can't even go out. one day with this dude without him starting some Nick's nonsense. All right. I got less than fifty-two minutes <laughs> so I can I watch you. my Knicks play the Pistons I got in you. preseason. I got you. I got you. And he got to start with me. <laughs> this guy. It's all love, baby. It's all love. I don't even want to ask you how you doing now. <laughs> hey, man, I got hey, I got, I got, got my tequila. No. We good to roll. Oh, jeez. He's got tequila, guys. We good remember to roll. This. You remember this. So, all right. So, let's just, we're going to go right into it. Right off the bat. Uh, this one is from uh, Dylan in Mass. He asks, how do you feel about the draft and everything that went on and how does it feel about getting how do you feel about getting rid of Gordon Hayward and signing Tristan Thompson? All right. So part one, the draft. Yes, sir. I mean, the draft is the draft, right? So the only thing that's different really is you didn't you didn't get like the workouts and stuff. So I think it was kind of like a it's kind of a a unique year, right? So typically you get a full season of college or Euro sure. League and all of that stuff, or uh, you know, obviously the the ball kid played in Australia, or whatever, right? So you get to see a full season. So you get like six to eight months of watching these kids play. You you, you get the uh, the tournament, the mm-hmm. conference tournaments, stuff like that, right? In, in NCAA. Right. So you get all this film. On, uh, on on these kids, you get scouts going out to see them in person. Sure, right? that's a big that's a big part of it. Is Hell actually yeah. seeing is like seeing yeah. that in person, watching them in person, watching them on TV. You get you know very different vibes, right? Sure. So camera angles camera angles not going to see that that kid didn't make it back on that. Yeah, body uh, language, you know I mean? things body like that. language, of course, right? of course. Uh, their body language to the coaches, like all these little things that are in the margins, right? So you got that stuff. And then the big thing is the uh, the workouts, the team workouts. So mm-hmm. a lot of these top players, they'll work out for, you know, anywhere from two to seven, eight, nine teams, right? Because we have a long period from, sure. you know, generally the draft is in, you know, towards the mid to late June. So starting from the end of the the college season in April, you're going to, you know, periodically get all these workouts and stuff in. Then you get the combine, all this stuff. So the combine was kind of weird this year and all that. So from, you know, some of the stuff that I've been reading, a lot of teams, you know, they was just pretty much drafting on potential this year. Like, because right. you didn't it have was all projections. Right. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? So, where do, so I think what part of this one was here, too, is 
where do you feel? How do you feel about what the Celtics did in the draft? Is was where he was kind of. Oh, going that's kind of where he's going. So, so with yeah. the Celtics, right? So, so with the Celtics, <laughs> I was hoping, mm-hmm. but I, just to be realistic, I didn't think it, it's a weak draft, right? So they had they had three first round picks. They were able to move one. Um, Aaron Nesmith is a, is a cool pick. Um, as we were watching it, of course, I was hoping that. Halliburton mm-hmm. would fall, but he sure, he didn't. sure you were You're right. Um, yeah. As he was kind of starting his free fall, um, but they did about and as good you, as you can do, you, do. Why do you feel? Why do you feel? I know this is a side note, but mm-hmm. why do you feel he fell so hard? I, you know what? I have no idea. Like it was just because a if weird it, draft, like it, like a right. lot of stuff was like, I don't, I don't, right, because I, I don't know. Your, like I, right, I honestly don't point. know. They, they, again. You had all these dudes that no one really knew much about. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, back <laughs> to your point. If there wasn't the, the proper scouting done because he didn't have the ability to scout. Yeah. How do you how do you mix? How does someone free fall like that? Yeah. And at the same time, how does a dude go number four in Patrick Williams, who didn't start for his own college? He <laughs> goes up to number four based on some workout video. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, weird. That's true. Like, you know, so yeah. I, I I got I got nothing, but you know, so I mean I guess this 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 year was just throw shit up against the wall and see what happens type of year. Um, okay. In terms of the in terms of the the Gordon Hayward thing, um, we talked about it. Um, mm. I don't know if we, if it actually made the podcast last year, but you know in our discussions, I I was all for trading Hayward last year. This is true. You were you were like ready to. Get yeah. off him as quickly as was, possible. Yeah, as I was like, because his of, because value's of this not going to be any higher than what it was. Because of this happening, though, essentially, though, right? Because huh? of this happening, where yeah. you really didn't get any return on on that sign and trade. No, I mean you 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 got a huge you got a huge exception, but you know who's really available that you can get for that huge exception? That's you know that's really realistically available to be moved available of any consequence right right you said right. maybe george hill from okay like if okc's doing a little purge or something like that but outside of that there's really not much that you you can you know you can really do your saving graces because this offseason was so late and the way that trade exceptions work is they go by calendar year mm-hmm. so you have that exception all the way through free agency next season and into the start of the season next season the following season in in 2022 2021 right so mm-hmm. you know that kind of helps in their favor but to not get anything for him after the fact kind of sucks but it is what it is right you may have had a chance to get Miles Turner but that would have involved some incompetency from his agent as far as I'm as far as I can see with the Celtics, they got a ton of young players. We got okay. Grant Williams, Nesmith okay. com, uh, coming in. Um, yep. you still got Romeo Langford, who knows what Carson Edwards is going to do if he if he if he can improve and and you know become that um uh who's the guy I'm thinking of? Remember when the Celtics won the title, the 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 shooter off the bench, the one from Arizona? Is that- uh, Eddie House. Eddie House. If he can become Eddie House, yeah, I think yeah. you you got to win there, right? Right. Yeah. That's that's a that's a big win. Yeah. Sure. So that's always been my, you know, comp for him, right? Sure. So that makes sense. It is what it is. 
he went for the money. You can't knock the dude. And if no. he wants to do his free agency, all bets are off, dude. That's it. That's it. He's you a know? free agent, like we've That's said a before. Free agent. And his last piece, like, what do you make of what? Do you, what, do you, what do you got with Tristan? How do you like that? I actually like the signing. Um, okay. What they needed was rebounding and interior defense. He's not really a rim protector, but I don't know if necessarily you know blocked shots is kind of an overrated thing. Um. In this era, sure. Yeah, is. block shots is, is really an overrated thing because we got guys like Hassan Whiteside that block a ton of shots. But if you watch the games, he's really spaces out often, right? Right. He you gets know? lost on defense. Exactly. Right? So but Tristan is, is as, it really. Yeah, he's really disciplined on defense. He's a tough dude. He switches out on pick and roll as well. Um, so for what hurt them in the previous uh, uh, playoffs, the previous two playoffs, really. Um, which is rebounding and mm-hmm. interior defense. Uh, I think he helps a lot. So, and he doesn't require the ball a lot, right? So he's yeah. He, his his motor is not is not right. offensively driven. Right. It's defensively driven. So you you're gonna win there. exactly, exactly. And let's not forget that you still have Robert Williams and these guys that you know you you can realistically hope to get some type of advance from. You know what I mean? Sure. Some kind of development. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, then. You know you can you can get a categorical jump. So. Sure, that's good. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Um, next question. <laughs> this is this is from uh, this is from Chris in Oakland. Should Clay come back or just retire? Kind of harsh, but okay. Stop with that shit, man. Scott should come back. <laughs> He's got like 150 million reasons to come back. What the hell are you sure talking about? He does. <laughs> sure, he does. Tired. No. The yeah. hell? No, he should, right. of course he should come back. Like, <laughs> yeah, why don't you retire from your job too, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> come on, man. The hell? Retire. Get out of here. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you're going to give up $100 million in checks because I hurt my mm-hmm. knee. And you had right. dudes out here like Allen Houston and, and guys like that that was just like out here just like, yo, man, we gonna we keep keep collecting these checks until that last year when he was until like, all right, now, now, now I'll collect the, uh, the insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you see any, um, how do you see him coming back? So the saving grace for him is he doesn't play a, a, a an athletic reliant like an athleticism reliant game right so mm-hmm. his game is not based on quickness and it's not based on explosiveness so if he can keep his you know once he gets if he can you know retain his his jump shot or you know quickly get that get back to that to that level in terms of his shooting mm-hmm. the Achilles is not gonna affect his lateral movement so his defense should be okay it's really the explosiveness angle, which his game is not relying on anyway. So he should still be able to come off them pin downs, to still be off, come off of them, them, them down screens, and still do his thing. I think he'll be fine. Dudes okay. like him can play in the league until they 35, 36, 37. Right, right, right. Okay. okay. With his skill set. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, so, Chris, um, he should not retire. No, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. All right. Let's let, let me let me let me let me mix this up a little bit. Here. How long did uh, how long did uh, did uh, Andrew Bynum hang on 
with like two broken knees and didn't retire. Oh, he was still collecting checks and still getting signed. Yeah, he, he hung on for a little bit, boy. You know what I'm saying? So you've mentioned, and this is kind of funny that they asked this. Um, how does a trade exception work? So this is from Derek. So the trade exception works like this. So when you make a trade in the NBA, you have to match salary up to 125%, which means if one guy makes a uh, if one guy makes uh, 50 million, mm-hmm. you can trade for up to I believe 165ish. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry, you can trade up to 65, right? Something like that. If they made 50 million in a year, whatever. Just to right, make the so numbers the, easy. So, or, or if one guy makes, like, no one makes his money, but if one guy makes $100 million in the deal on one side, yeah, you can trade yeah. for up to $125 million coming back. So the assets that are going over in the trade can be up to $120 yeah. million, if that were the 125. case. So 125%. Up to 125%. Okay. 125%. Okay. So if there's a discrepancy, if it's not a dollar for dollar trade, like if I, if I trade a $20 million guy for a $20 million guy, there's no exception. There's no exception mm-hmm. there because they're perfect. If I trade a $20 million guy for a $30 million guy, so that for the, so the $125 million is if both teams are over the cap. Over the okay. cap. Yeah, if you're over the cap. If you're under the cap, okay. you can trade whatever you want. You, it doesn't matter. But even if you're under the cap, if I trade, uh, say both teams have $50 million under the cap. If I okay. trade a $20 million player, and only a $10 million player comes back, I also get a $10 million trade exception with it. So as long as you're under the cap. Yeah. Or over the cap. It doesn't matter. So I'm I'm saying so it doesn't matter whether you're over or under the cap, whatever the discrepancy of the of the traded amount is for 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 whatever side is. So whatever side is taking less salary back, they get a corresponding uh, um, exception with that accounts for the difference in the salaries moving and the salaries salaries being brought in okay exactly so if I trade out 20 million and I get back 10 million I also get a 10 million dollar trade exception with it trade exception so what happens is you can trade any player so basically, if you have a $10 million exception, you can trade um, another player. You can trade for another player that can fit under that exception. Under that or, exception. Or multiple players that can fit under that exception. Right. So you right. can in turn use it yeah. for a couple of veteran minimums to be able right, to. Right, right. So the veteran minimum roster. doesn't account against your doesn't count against your cap. Doesn't count against the cap. Yeah. But could all. you include it in your. In no, your... no. Veteran. Okay. Play, yeah. Veteran. Like oh, minimum players. Interesting. Because so mm-hmm. so the way minimum contracts work is actually technically the NBA pays half of it and the mm-hmm. players association plays half pays half of it. That's how minimum contracts work. Minimum contracts. You go one dollar over the 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 team funds it completely. Funds funds it completely. Yeah. That's how that's how minimum contracts work. But yeah, okay. but if you have like a if you have a any kind of trade exception, so if, if I'm over the cap and I trade out less than what I get, I get that trade exception to make up the difference, which is why, because of the, the, which is why the Celtics got such a large exception. They did a sign and trade because Charlotte was under the cap. I'm saying, yeah, with Hayward. So Charlotte's under the cap, so they can just sign him. 
Sure. But because they did the sign and trade, Boston's gain is is sending out that 30 million. So they get the, the exception back because they're over. So in theory with Boston then it was a sign no it was a sign and trade, no return assets and players but yeah. the the asset it, the, the return was the was the the trade exception yes and, and that basically they can use yeah at any time right. later on down the road right but in the Do nba they have a certain time yeah but in the nba you and you can use it for a year but okay. in the nba you cannot make a trade for nothing you have to trade cash you have to trade picks and what they do sure. is they do this window dressing where they give you like a pick that will likely never convey yeah you know what I'm saying? They're yep, like, I'll yep, give yep. you a two, uh, uh, a second round pick for 10 years down the line. And if I have this specific record, you get enough. Like, you know what I mean? Like something like that. Um, or it converts to a two, like, you know, 50 years from now or, you know, shit like that. Um, okay. But that's how trade exceptions work. And then you can trade into that exception as many players as you want that can fit under that. That exception. can fit under that amount. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the, then, so but, but then so like the Celtics said, theoretically could get $30 million worth of players under that exception. Or right. three $10 million players, however you want to do it. Right. Just as long yeah. as it's not any, there's no veteran minimums that Correct. are in that. No Correct. veteran minimum deals. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at yeah. you. That's how it works. That's how it works. I honestly thought that was. But they rarely, you rarely get like these like nasty players. In in that kind of situation. Really, really what it's for is like for teams that are like bad teams with decent veterans that are trying to get rid of players. You give them Mm -hmm. picks and then you can just absorb that contract into your trade exception, which is what the Warriors did when they got Oubre. They fit. Ubre into the exception that they got when they traded out Iguodala. He fit almost okay. perfectly yep. into that. Into that Because they're like totally capped out. They can't, you know, so they couldn't sign anybody. So what they did was they sent out some picks, absorbed a young player on a decent contract that fit underneath that. Right on. Yeah. All right. And that's Thank NBA you for that Geekness one. 101. They, yeah. NBA. Hey, listen, we like to be smart. <laughs> we don't, we're, we're not here to be to be dummies we're here to learn share all right next one this is from seth in jacksonville do you see the sexton garland combo working out similar to portland with dame and cj no one of them gotta go can can we can we bruh i'm up man yo no no (laughs) i'll tell you right now no <laughs> Seth, no, it's not gonna work. Just forget <laughs> Sorry, it. Sorry, Seth. No. Light a torch right now. Blow My the bad. place. It's not gonna work. Forget <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, so all right, because he's got a, he's got a two part deal in this, but we'll, let's stay with part one first, mm-hmm. since you you cut that right at the root. Yeah, no. Why do I don't think Sexton's that good. Really? I don't think Sexton's that good. And okay. I think if they could get rid of Sexton, they would. But I don't think they have any. There's any takers really for Sexton. So Sexton came in as this like athletic dude that was supposed to be like potentially a defensive dynamo, could really score, whatever. They've given him a lot of minutes, but he hasn't been very productive. He's not very efficient. He's not all that great defensively. He's okay maybe defensively, but yeah. he's nothing special. We don't know much about Garland yet because Garland they haven't really given Garland the keys. Garland is a very good shooter, very good scorer. What he came out as a very good scorer, very right? Good shooter. Right. He had some injury issues when he first came out and all that stuff, right? I think they should just move to Garland. 
because really Sexton, like you've watched a couple of games and then like, what does Sexton do to you that you can be like, okay, I can take that skill and we can extrapolate that and we can give him. So a, you know like who Frank, Sexton, right? Was? Frank, people used to say that, but Frank has like a legitimate elite level skill defensive. Of defensively, yeah. You know who Sexton reminds me of actually? And I know you're probably going to balk at this, but since you brought up my Knicks, he's more of a Dennis Smith Jr. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think if he was Dennis Smith Jr., he could squeeze out uh, uh, some. Yeah, some but you that, know, he'd but have again, a re, that, he'd have a reclaiming potential. I don't I don't see any reclaiming potential. Okay, I can see Dennis Smith have some see, type of redeeming but you, qualities, but I don't know. But do you see like from the style is more not necessarily? Yeah, the I mean skill he's athletic level. as hell, but he's like he's just the, the skill never caught. Like I don't see anything. I don't see any skill from him that is redeeming. Is redeeming. Okay. You know what I mean? Like right okay. now, we've had two full seasons, but like I haven't seen anything. Like he's not a great finisher. You've definitely he's not seen a good more shooter. Garland in the one season. Yeah. Then you Garland have... can shoot, so he has yes. that thing that he can that he There's can that hang on. Quality. Hope and, and and hope that the rest of the stuff comes around, right? But Sexton can't really shoot. He's actually he's he's, he's what six one, so he's not. He doesn't have great size. Right. He doesn't finish well at the rim. Like, I, I don't see it with him, man. And no, so no, I don't I don't think that pairing. Their hope for me, and even though he's had some he has some off the court issues, Kevin Porter is the one that you would hope develops and can pair in the backcourt with Garland. With Garland. So you yeah. want Porter Garland situation. Porter has skills, he's athletic, but can he get his head on straight? Okay. You know, he's got skills though. Like he's got potential. Who knows okay. if they'll, you know? But with Sexton, that, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've seen enough to be honest. Okay, and that's a great segue into the second part of of Seth's question: Is does Cleveland have the pieces to start contending no. for an eighth seed? No. Basically, no money on the books for 2022. No. So, so here's the thing: they got to figure out a way to move Love. Yeah, Love's right? gotta go. Love's just, gotta go. Just, I, like, I, just, I, I know just pun intended. It. I love I love Kevin yeah. Love for what he does, but yeah. they, they gave him that kind of they gave him the contract that the Lakers gave Kobe his last two years. Kind of that, yeah. hey, thank you for what you've done. I appreciate it. Problem with the problem with Love is Love is still was still at the time. He was what, 30 when he got that contract? Yeah. Okay, so now you just tied yourself up for four years right. at a max contract on a guy that you're not really if you can find somebody that, that's just willing to take them, give them. Right, right. Just give them. Like, don't worry so, about. I got to get all this back. No. Where could you see a, a player like him go? That would be who would be looking for the services of a sixteen and eight Yo, guy a night. I mean, a lot maybe, of teams maybe would take 30, a sixteen and eight guy. But but how many are taking a sixteen and eight guy making thirty million? Right. That's the problem. Like, I don't yeah. see a team that's like, we like we're, we, we want that, especially not at his age. He's had some injury issues in the last couple of years, although he plays more of a grounded game. You know, he's kind now, of the, the, now he's very. Yeah. Grounded. So but he's still going to rebound at, a, at an elite level. But do you want to like if, if, if you're a team that's looking to make waves right and you have the cap space, are you going to tailor your team around? A thirty-two-year-old Kevin Love. 
No, and that's the problem is that <laughs> right? because because he's 32 and makes that much money, yeah. You're you're kind of your hands kind of forced to have to show my return gotta, on investment. Yeah, you got to work on the margins by and, and like yeah, so, that's, so that's much a, you can do. A, so that's a tough I think, call, I think, dude. I think they should have like and, and they gave him that deal post LeBron leaving, correct? Yes, that was after LeBron leaving. Absolutely. That was a stupid decision. Like just t- like the thing that that that's bad with a lot of teams, right? And the NFL is a lot better about this. Many teams in the NFL is that teams are willing to just they they like they're willing to tank it to get your cap right, get your okay. picks in, and do all that stuff, right? Okay. They should have just when LeBron left, it was over. Yeah, like, you gotta understand, it was it over. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. Like everyone else knew it, but them. Or maybe the owner, right? And I think it was more the owner. But it's but like, dog, it's over. So why did you make that? Why would you make that The hope decision? for relevancy. <laughs> right? stay so you somewhat keep, relevant. You, you keep somebody still on yeah. the on that championship thread? Because like, other, other than that, I mean, But there's him, no Thompson. championship threat once LeBron leaves. So basically, no, the, you know that you're operating sure. on the, of course. In the of course. seven, you know, six, seven, eight at best. Right? That's your right. hope. Six, seven, eight seed at best. If everything works out perfect and everybody plays out of their mind. But like outside of that, in the NBA, it's very hard to go from very good, transition from very good, and keep it afloat and then get very good again. Usually you got to tank it out. And yeah, then there's, get good that, again. there's that lull period um, yeah. for. You know, hopefully not thirty nine yeah. years. Yo, but mid you, pack you, is not where you want to be in the NBA. Yeah, it's it's tough. And then mid pack in a small market. Yeah, mm, that's that's t- even worse. Because yo, the NBA incentivizes you to lose because they have a lottery system in which the you worst teams be, get the best yeah. players. And in basketball, top players influence the game more than almost any other sport. Of team course. sport, right? So well, right, because you only have five on a team at the time. Exactly, so you only got five on the court a, at a time. So your best player influences the game more. So getting the top talent at the top of the draft, you know, Kawhi's and, and and those type of guys, like they're fairly rare. Usually, the best players on the teams were top and lottery picks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So right. I mean, you should have just tanked it out. And I, I think they're kind of doing that now, okay. but you've already given him the deal, so you might have to just eat that one. Okay. All right. Uh, Seth, you got to eat it. Sorry, bro. Un- un- Sorry. Unfortunately. I think you got a couple um, more years where you just have to deal with this. <laughs> All right. Um you know they what? got fresh jerseys every couple of years. They come out with some new fresh jerseys. They, they are some fly jerseys, <laughs> let me tell you. I want to see Small what their victories. city. I want to see what their city edition looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's let's do this. Let's take a break. We'll come back, and in segment two of Ask Roger, we're gonna get to a little bit more meat and potatoes of uh, some. Let's get some harder things. So let's take a break, and we'll be right back.
All right. Welcome back. Thanks, guys. All right, Raj. So we threw some questions at you in the first one. They threw you some softballs. I know maybe the trade exception was not a softball, <laughs> but we threw you some softballs. So now uh, let's see here. What do we want to do? Let's pick in the bag. Let's go in the bag. This is from Mark in Philly. Roger, I would like to know who is on your Mount Rushmore of basketball. They have to be retired from the NBA. Oh, shit. This is easy. Okay. This is easy money. Okay. Kareem. Yes. Mike. Okay. Bird. Yes. And Magic. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I think Please. Kareem is the most accomplished player ever and Michael can, Jordan is right there with him as the most accomplished player ever um and I think Mike and I mean I think Bird and Magic are the two dudes most responsible for putting the NBA where it is right now because without those two giving the initial jump Michael Jordan never becomes the icon that he is and blows up the NBA the way he the way he did. Okay. I realize a lot of people will say Bill Russell because of the rings and all of that stuff. But just to be honest, the league wasn't at its strongest. It was kind of in its infancy still. It was still sure, in its it was still growing stages, at the time. Right? Yeah. And it really was maybe a would we even say a tertiary sport at that time? It, it, I don't even you, think you, it would you, be baseball was still king boxing was, king. was still king boxing at that time. was probably boxing was probably a little bit over yeah boxing was probably only point. second to maybe baseball at baseball, that time right right you could right. argue one or the other yeah, yeah sure and then sure. the nfl was kind of still was was still doing this thing i mean i'm not even going to talk about soccer we know soccer's king but in america but in america at that sure. time um yes you could say that the league was as strong as it could have been and because it was only you know 14 teams whatever but the impact of the game wasn't as felt right but when Mike but and the thing is is like you you know you can't take Magic and Bird you can't separate them like they're a duo in basically making the league I mean, they're responsible for the for for. I mean, I what think they are today. singularly responsible for where the NBA is right, and they are most responsible for where the NBA is right now. Because Michael Agreed. Jordan could have came in at any point and been great, but Bird and Magic, the black and white aspect, the fact Los that Los Angeles, Boston, Los Angeles, Boston, ends. East Coast, West Coast, like there were just so many. So many mechanisms there I, yes, that yes. made the game. What it, I mean, dude, they were still putting the, the the when they came in the league, the NBA Finals was on tape delay. Don't yeah, gave yeah. a shit about the NBA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was you know what I mean? About that. Yeah. So that's that's why. So those four, that's that's easy for me. Good. All right. All right. All right. I like and that. I think I like real that. soon, when when LeBron retires, LeBron has to go over. I don't know who who gets kicked, but LeBron coming in and what he's done by building the profile of the NBA player and the power of the NBA player, he has to be there. He basically turned the, the NBA on its head in terms of NBA players running the league. And you have to put that there. 
Okay. Okay. I got yeah. you. So I thought, I, thought, I thought we was getting hard ones, man. That's another softball. Hey, hey. <laughs> I, I, I listen. I gotta, I gotta pick you up to knock you down. Okay. <laughs> uh, is it possible that in five years we will argue whether Luca or Giannis is the best player in the NBA? I think in five this is, years. Oh, sorry. This is from Tim in Dallas. Excuse me. So to answer the question, yes, there will be an argument. But in my opinion, I think Luca will have taken it over. Okay. The dude's 21 and he just almost put up a, a triple double for a, ser- for, for, for a season at 21. Okay. Yeah. And they had a legitimate shot to knock the Clippers off in round one. If, if 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 dude didn't um, get get uh uh if Chris Stapps didn't get hurt yeah well not only that Chris Stapps getting hurt and then the uh uh remember they had the suspension in the in uh was the game two remember when uh Marcus oh, Morris tried to punk uh tried to punk dude and uh I think it was Chris Stapps got Chris Stapps got suspended a game and then Mar- got hurt. Remember, he got yes. suspended the oh, game. He got, eject- in. he got ejected. He got he ejected. Got no, but he got suspended the following game. No, no. He didn't no, get suspended. Got, I'm sorry. He, he got, got ejected in a game they were up in. Yes. And then the next game was yeah. the knee injury. Yeah. They, they didn't plan for the knee injury. Yeah. Yeah. I think they they, they, uh, they dude, I think they could have beat him. I think they they would have beat him. With, they would have beat him. With, 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 with Porzingis. Now, we so, could have been stuff going on in the Clippers locker room, blah, 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 whatever. But that doesn't change the sure, fact that they were, sure. being, they were outplaying them most of that series. Do you think you is is the reason the age between Luca and Giannis, or is it because Giannis? I, and again, I may I, I'm not to interject myself in this, but I I feel as much as I love Giannis as a player, I don't see even with the 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 little bit of growth he made in his jump shot, his three. I don't see that being something that will change much more than what we saw this season. I don't I have think faith he, that he's going to improve much more than he already has. You think he might be... And so, I think he might have maxed out. So, but do you think... Has he maxed out from a standpoint that now there's a decline? Or this is his no, plateau? No, no, no. For, I, f- I feel like plateau. he's plateaued. I, 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 okay, I don't think his okay. jumper is going to get that much better. I don't think so either. I hope it does. I, I, I mean, I would love it. to see it. But I, yeah. I don't I don't think it I don't think it will. You know, and and, and honestly, so Luca at what? Six, 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 seven. bruh. Damn. He's what six 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 seven. Yeah, he's not even in his physical like he's not even close to his physical prime yet. Like think about this, he <laughs> is he is right now still got baby fat on him. Like, like he's yeah. like LeBron. He's like LeBron in two thousand five. Yeah, and not from a comparison of where they were yeah. from a body standpoint. Yeah, because you remember you remember when LeBron went to the Heat. When that, LeBron that went to the Heat, he became an android. Like, yeah, he was like all of a sudden like yeah. this this mutant. I mean, he'll never he'll I don't think he'll ever. He's never going to be an elite athlete from an no. a, from a, an explosion. No, but he still got that baby fat. You but know, he'll get he, that. I, I think he will eventually get rid of that baby fat. I think yeah. he'll get a little quicker when he does, and I think he's going to get even stronger. And he's already strong as hell for a twenty-one year old. And yeah. he's. I think he's going to get stronger than that. Okay, so Yana, so, so Luca yeah, will be. The, I, think, I think it's going to be, be Luca, and I think it'll be interesting. It'll be the first time in thirty years that I think a white dude is going to take over the league. 
and it's going to be a European dude on top of it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, the European invasion, if you will, for 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 lack of a, a better term, um, has been has done nothing but positives for the NBA. Oh, yeah. Anyways. I mean, the league is 25 percent European now. 25 percent foreign now. Foreign. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which would have been unthinkable in the '90s. Remember, like we we grew up with the narrative of Euros, uh, soft, soft, like, you know yep. all that nonsense, right? Yeah. Nah, Euros are doing their thing. All right, all right. Here's the next one. What are the major issues with franchises that can't routinely win? I.e., Charlotte, Minnesota, Indiana, New Orleans. And when I say can't win, I mean by not making the conference finals or finals. These team, these are teams that are never in the hunt for a true contender. The biggest issue for them is short-sighted or just plain ignorant management. Okay. So, and and here's I'm, gl- and I'm here's, glad I'm glad they left my Knicks out of there. Well, they left them out of there. I don't put them in there. <laughs> But um, we'll go with Charlotte, right? Yeah. So Charlotte, Charlotte's problem, and everybody says it's Jordan. It could be Jordan, but I'm going with the idea. Okay. They think that they're always like a player away, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why, which is how you end up giving stupid money to guys like uh, uh, Nicholas Batum. Nicholas Batum. Right, or you giving like twelve million to uh, uh, what's Scary the, Terry? Not even scared. Well, yeah, he gave nineteen million to Scary Terry. Okay, and they gave they gave like twelve, thirteen million to uh, who's the uh, the 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 center, the white boy center? Um, Zeller, Tyler Zeller. Yeah, really? Tyler Zeller. Yeah, they gave like twelve, thirteen million. Not this year, but he was he was yeah, on the yeah, deal yeah, yeah. like a couple years ago. So that's the issue. So every year you think you're like a couple of signings away, but you're really like a superstar away. Right. So you're, saying, so you're saying so you're saying it's more the it's more the 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 the, the, the foresight initially. Like they're looking they're looking as they're not seeing the long term. No. They're just trying to get it. Like it seems like their idea is to build for a playoff spot. Which leaves you perpetually in the six, seven, eight range. Instead of just, instead of trying to patchwork it, try to build from within and don't overvalue your free agents like Zeller and guys like uh, 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 Michael Kidd Grill, Chris, who's on like a $10 million or $11 million. Yeah, they they paid him some money too. That's right. It was they finally came up, finally got up off of him this year, and let it t- like bottom out. It's okay to bottom out. It's the way to do it in the NBA. Bottom out. The Lakers have done it. Boston's done it. Right. Right. So it's okay to bottom out. I mean, they Boston was able I mean, to quickly I mean, redo I mean, gosh, it, remember, rebuild because of the Nets. But we were kids. We were kids. Celtics bottomed out. I mean, we had a starting lineup of what Dino Raja, Sh- Sherman Douglas, right? Um, no. Homie John Bagley was out here killing him. Uh, Kevin Gamble, 
Kevin Gamble. Like, I remember the days, bruh. Yes, those are hard days, boy. Yes. And then yes. they tried to throw, and then they tried to throw a, a Dominique Wilkins at us, and we were like, okay. Yeah, it was like oh, an ancient no. couple years post uh, uh, Achilles <laughs> Dominique. Like we was just supposed to be, like you know what I'm saying? Like we yeah, was stupid. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's okay to bottom out in the NBA. There's revenue right. sharing. There's all this stuff, especially if you're if you're a mid market, if you if you're if you're a mid market type team. There's revenue sharing. There's there's all these type of things. So it's okay. Bottom out, get the best talent, and then on top of that, you got to develop them once you get them. But what you can do, the worst thing you can do in the NBA is be in the middle. The worst thing you yes. can do is just consistently be an eight seed, nine, ten seed, because you're far from the top talent in the in the in the in the draft, and you're far away from a title. Right. So, right. what's True. the point? Bottom out, try to get to the top with a draft. Hope that, you know, you get a guy like LaMelo Ball, whatever, all that, and then build from there. But it's really like management ownership. That's the problem. Like, just let it die. Let it die and then resurrect it from the bottom. But you can't. Most teams are not going to resurrect it from the middle up. You can't do what Boston did in the last few years after you fleeced uh, uh, the Nets to be able to not bottom out. Right, but yeah, still like those, get top draft picks. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like those are times where you, you're, you're, you're supposed to like that road's supposed to continually keep turning. Right, that wheel's right, continual turning. Right. right, right. That's the biggest issue. That's that's really the biggest issue. And then sometimes you just get straight incompetence, like Sacramento refusing to draft Luca because you had a problem with his dad. Beef with his dumb dad. Shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, how'd that work out for you? Right. How about that? Where's Vladdy? Where's Vladdy now? Back in where the hell is he from? Croatia? Is it Ukraine? Serbia? No, is it Serbia? One of those. Serbia, Bosnia, one he of those. Back in, he yeah. back there cupcaking right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. Uh because Seth is a is a is a is a a frequent uh flyer of ours, uh he brought another one at us, and I think you're gonna like this one. This is a uh, a hypothetical. So you can use any conference in the country, but all players have to come out of that conference. Could you put a starting five that could beat the all high school team of Brandon Jennings, Kobe, LeBron, KG, and Dwight Howard? Yes. Caveat, caveat, you can go from 1980 onward. Easy. The ACC. Any conference. Okay, so. The ACC. Okay, so who are we going to put together? Michael Jordan. Okay, so Michael Jordan's out of, out of, out of North Carolina. North Carolina. Yes, that's that's our shooting guard. That's our shooting guard. Okay. Uh, Let me see. I could think of a point guard that could definitely compete. I was going to say, I was going to say Jason Williams because he was cold, cold, cold. But I won't. I'll go with Chris Paul. You know, my okay, okay. I wish y'all had asked me this question. Why don't anybody ask Jason? <laughs> and so I go with that with, with, with Chris. Okay, Paul. so you got Chris Paul, Chris Paul, and MJ in the backcourt. Uh, yep. Small forward. Where are we going? 
Tim Duncan. You know, we're gonna go Tim Duncan at center. Tim Duncan's a power forward, dude. Okay, yeah, power. Whatever. Do we have to do this every single time we talk yes, about Tim every Duncan? time we got to do this? Tim Duncan. <laughs> Tim Duncan at power forward. Okay. Yeah. We got a small forward and a center left. Uh, can can I go with him at his prime? I can go prime, right? Grant Hill. I was gonna say, why? Have, what, what were you waiting for? Okay. Grand Hill, like Grand prime, pre-foot injury. Hill. Grand Hill, mm-hmm. and then at center. Well, again, this is this is an all-conference. This, yeah, sure. This is. And then at anyway. center, shit, Patrick Ewing, shit. Uh, Georgetown was not ACC. Georgetown's Big East was Big East. Oh no, they are Big East. God damn it, you ain't you, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Seth, I'm Shit. keeping them honest. I'm keeping them honest. Ah, damn it. All right, so all right, so let's go. I'll help you out. I'll help you out. We'll we'll work, we'll look through this together. I need so, I need a five. Who's the, who's the fives coming out of the ACC? So ACC, what teams we got? We got Florida State. We got Duke. Yeah. I'm trying I to mean, think you, who came you out could, of Duke. You could go back to Duke, and I know I know you wouldn't, but you could go back to Duke, and uh, I wouldn't do him. He he would get tore up by a Dwight. Um, but again, it will be a total team, not a individual effort. I mean, I could move. Can, can, can I? Can I move? Uh, can I move uh, uh, Tim Duncan to center and, and put Zion at the four? You could do. You could put Zion at the four, or you could go Anthony Davis. At oh the, shit! I forgot about at, Anthony. At, no, Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis is in Kentucky. Kentucky. That's Isn't Kentucky SEC. ACC? Oh, no, SEC. Excuse me, SEC. All right. So that wouldn't be I, fair. That wouldn't be no, fair. That would be that would be un, unruly. All right. So ACC. I'm Basketball. trying to think who's the, oh man yo she Wallace boom North Carolina you putting Sheed Duncan, at the center Duncan huh? Duncan Sheed uh-huh. MJ, uh huh MJ Duncan Sheed Grand, Grand, Hill, Grand Hill Jordan Chris Paul that's Molly Whopping going on right there Molly Whoppage oh boy Seth I think he might have got you there man no, we might, Molly Whoppage we, we might have to do uh Seth we you got to come stronger than that you got to tell me <laughs> like yo you got to build a team out of the Big West or some shit. Man. Come on, man. You can't just, you know, that's not fair. Ooh. Hey, listen, Come we on. might have Come to. <laughs> we might have to do a 2K of that. Put you a little fantasy me like, yo, team. man, you got to be like, yo, Rod, you can only choose players out the swack. <laughs> Come on, man. You made this easy for me. All right. You know what? Okay. All right. Since you want to be, since you want to be buzz off right now. Yeah. Got that. You 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 want another challenge today? Got it. Want- Bring it. Bring it. Same thing. But give me the give me the Big East. Oh, Patrick and Asena. Sh- sh- sure, that's fine. Mello at the three. Okay, Syracuse, you're out. Um, they wasn't a Big East then. They um, were. Um, Derek Coleman at the four. Where did Derek Coleman go to school? Derek Coleman went to um. Didn't Derek Coleman go to uh? He went to a, I know he went to the Big East. You look it up, but I know he was in the Big East. He was the Big East. Yeah. Co- Big East Conference Men's Basketball Player of the Year. Yes. Oh, he was um, at Syracuse. He was at Syracuse. The Syracuse, yeah, he was. Yeah, Syracuse. yeah, he was yeah, Syracuse. Yeah. I forgot at all about the, that. At the two, Ray Allen, UConn. Yep. And at the one, at the one, 
Damn, I might have to go back to. I might have to go to. I, I, I want to say Pearl, but Pearl wasn't doing it like that in the league. Um, damn, this is a good one. You know who? Okay, you, you, I, I'm. I know you picked. I know you picked. Allen yeah. Iverson at the one. <laughs> okay. No good one shit. else might get the ball, but fuck it. <laughs> 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 oh shoot! I like that. I like. I think that. he'll share like, it, but all right. Yeah. So 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 rewind that. So the your Big East choice was Allen Iverson at the one, Ray Allen at the two. Uh, the three was Mellow. Your four was um, Derek Coleman. Derek and your Coleman. Center, your center was, and your center was Patrick Ewing. Now you're gonna say that 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 five. Can beat Brandon Jennings, Kobe, LeBron. I'm beating any team with Brandon KG. Jennings. Huh? I'm beating any team with Brandon Jennings on the point. You know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That ain't but fair. Nah. But I like that though. I like that. I like that yeah. that all that that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. You okay. gotta come harder. Seth, bring it harder. All right. Hey, man. I thought we was gonna get him, but I guess not. Nope. All right. Okay. I didn't have to bring Kerry Kittles out here or nothing like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Leave Kerry out of this. Yo, Kerry Kittles was cold at Villanova. Kerry Kittles was man. cold. Villanova was rough, man. That dude yeah, was my man. dude. Mm-hmm. That was my dude. Remember I didn't Lawrence- bring out Kemba. Hey, hey remember Lawrence Moen for Syracuse? Way Hell back yeah. In the day? He was nasty. Oh, boy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Ah. All right. Um, let's talk about college rules. Kids can go straight to the pros, like college rule. Kids can go straight to the pros from high school, but if they elect to go to college or play in the G League, they have to for a minimum two or three years in that area. What do you think about that? So no. basically, so okay. No. This is so this is my, my to thing baseball. is this, right? So I'm about just strictly fairness. If you're ready to go to the league, you go to the league. Right? If you if, if you're good enough to go to the league, you should be able to go to the league. It doesn't matter whether you out of high school, freshman, sophomore, okay. whatever. So I used to be in the camp of if you can get to the league, um, like if you can get to the league out of high school, go. And then if you go to college, you have to make a two year commitment. But then when I started thinking about it, that's some bullshit. It really is. Okay. Because if you're good enough to go get paid, go get paid. You should not be, you should not have to work for free. You should not be relegated to work for yeah. free if you you're not able be, to, work be forced for to work for free. While so what you, I, what the I, coaches that you're playing for in the NCAA are making millions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're good enough to get paid more than them, you should go get paid more than them. Let me ask you this kind of associated to that. Who determines that you are ready to go to the league? Because you remember. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mm -hmm, Before mm -hmm. you look at me like that, Mm -hmm. you remember years ago we had probably from when did Kobe come out? Was it 96 or 97? Mm -hmm, 96. Okay, ninety-seven to two thousand and one. We had some bus, like some bus bus. There were a lot of guys that rode the pine for four yeah. years and didn't even do anything. But let's look at it like that's this. That's where I'm. That's where I'm going with that piece. Like, what let's do you say? Let's look at four years those? ago. 
there's a lot of dudes that got drafted four years ago that have had two anywhere from one to four years of 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 college experience that did mm-hmm. nothing. Sure. So it doesn't really matter. Like if you're good enough to go and somebody's willing to draft you and pay you, that's on the team. That's the gamble the team makes. Like when you do a draft, that's the gamble you make. This ain't like soccer in 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 Europe where I'm going to take you at 14 years old. I'm going to pay you a salary, mm-hmm. put you in my academy, and then develop you and then sign you. Like, there's no gamble there. I'm going to put the money in to develop you from a young age. When you're ready, I bring you up to the big leagues, right? I so, love that you said that. Hold on a second. I love that you said that. What about a similar... Could a similar situation like that work here in the United States? Could could you have could you have now check this out now we're gonna this is really outside of the box thinking, and I'm not saying that this is the that this is the um, the feeder necessarily for it, mm-hmm. but could you have a AAU? Um, just let me finish this. Mm-hmm. Could you have potentially an AAU? Um, affiliate from an NBA franchise could you have them in that AAU circuit could you build or could you let me say this could you build an AAU style circuit of 14 to 18 year olds okay they have a they have an NBA affiliate but that NBA affiliate determining on where you land at the end of that 18 year mark your 18 your 18 year old mark you either go to the G League or you go to the NBA. Would, could you see something like that potentially developing, or is it that the yeah. AAU is so? Is no, I so, got you. Okay. So, no, and, and 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 this is why. Okay. The NBA team sport dynamic is like they're not going away from the draft system. Well, right. they would still have to enter the draft. They, uh, That's what my I'm point. saying. What I'm saying is, at the, at, at 18, at 18, mm-hmm. you still have to enter the draft to get into the NBA. That doesn't stop. Yeah. But what happens at 18 is, does that 18 year old get the get the ability to go to the NBA draft, or does that does that 18 year old go to the G League, where then after a certain amount of time, they would be eligible for the draft. So it doesn't change. Uh, thus, thus, in turn, still getting paid. Where the whole point yeah. behind this is to is get the them working, paid. Is the working aspect? Yeah. So I get you, but the, okay. the 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 issue is the issue. So so there's nothing. There's no law against high school, college like high, college age issue, uh, college age players. There's no law against them getting paid. The issues arise in the shady dealings that those dudes get paid to circumvent so it's like you're doing shady shit to pay them to get around high school rules and the NCAA because you have to do this shady type stuff Right? So that so wouldn't you, that wouldn't in turn be illegal though I mean I'm, I'm just trying to understand where you yeah, are yeah that's what I'm saying so the, the illegal part comes in when you're 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 basically like bribing people and doing all this stuff to get around that because in europe you just pay them 
And in America, if you wanted to pay, like kids have summer jobs. If you want to just pay them, you could pay them. But when you start doing shady things that are against, you know, tax law and all this kind of stuff to get these kids money, you know, in shady ways to circumvent this stuff. That's where the like the issue is not paying a kid that's in the NCAA. That's not what gets people put in jail. It's doing all the extra stuff that circumvents, you know, tax and law and all this stuff. Right. Bribing people, you know, potential boosters, I guess. Yeah. Not even potential boosters, but like like, for example, the one of the kids was it Bruce Brown. I think it's from Massachusetts. He he went to Louisville. Right. And his father was under investigation and Louisville was under investigation because they were essentially bribing him through Nike, you know, so you were going through all these avenues, hiding money to sign him to get it to basically bribe him to go to school. Wow. Which is still bribery, which is sure still illegal. But if you remove all that and just pay the pay the kids then you don't need all that extra stuff. You don't need this feeder system and you don't need all that. If somebody's going to pay you to play, they're just going to pay you to play. And if that, you don't need the EY, you don't need the the EYBL and AAU and all this stuff. The Celtics can just create an academy, pay kids to come to the academy, develop them, and then bring them up to their parent league. But if you do that, then you don't need a draft. So that essentially eliminates the draft aspect of it. That's the problem. Like the NBA and American sports in general, like the draft aspect, because that's like a money making entity in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Because you could put it on TV. There's like it's a it's 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 like its own drama show. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? many, Many legs that that can. Right. Right. And this whole notion of, you know, competitive balance and blah 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 and all that but which doesn't make sense it's counterintuitive to your their own argument of yeah if you don't have a draft then this the the lakers will just sign all the best players well if you're implementing a salary cap then you can't have all the best players because the best players will want to get paid eventually as they should as they should so you're not going to consolidate all the talent on one team because they want to get paid (laughs) you know what i'm saying so like that's that's my thing. It's like if if you're gonna do it, you have to eliminate certain aspects of the game to just allow teams to do what they do, like pay, like just play players. Like yeah. my thing is, there should be no salary cap for one, two. There should be no draft. You should be able to sign whoever you want. If you're gonna pay ridiculous money, is it worth to you to sign five superstars to? $50 million a year contract. Is it really worth it? Okay. You know what I mean? So you're or thinking what, that the draft the concept no is... Yeah. You're thinking that the draft concept is kind of antiquated now. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's totally antiquated. Totally okay. antiquated. And then at the same time, some people would be like, well, in you go to Europe, the same teams are, you know, the best every year. To a degree, yes. But at the same time, how many of those teams are actually making money? A lot of those teams are in debt the best teams that are mm. in contention all the like Manchester United is up the air almost every year but then they're in debt Real, uh, Real Madrid in, in Spain like so it's like it's it's where you want to draw the line in the, in America them owners won't make money sure of course <laughs> you know what Absol- I'm saying that's absolutely. number one everything in Europe they have like a little difference you know it's a little different in terms of what the priorities are they want to win trophies 
they're gonna make some money yes to a degree blah 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 but if they're losing money and still winning they're cool with it in the nba they need they about they loot absolutely like, if you're absolutely. not making loot then so like there's like checks and balances already built into it you know if they wanted to do it they could do it but it's the control thing like they want to be able to control where players go they have this thing about competitive yeah. balance and it's kind of that, but like that, is there that really that competitive balance in nba concept. like there really has never been competitive balance in the nba no it's, it's always been it's always been better parody, right, not, right, you know right. what i mean so the circle back around no not really to the original question no unless you fundamentally change the ideals of the league then no okay all right well we're up at it okay um we didn't get to everyone's questions i didn't think we would anyways because there were a lot of questions um i like how this segment went bro i kind of like this i think we might try i dig it i think i think what i might y'all need to come harder than that man (laughs) seth i'm I'm, I'm looking at you bro all right virtual stare you heard that um so what i what i will do is um we'll sprinkle We'll sprinkle those questions out throughout the next few episodes that we record so that way we can get everything. Uh, and then uh, let us know what you guys think, uh, how, how, how this how this piece went. Um, so next one, we're going to come back at you. The first thing we're going to talk about or some of the things we're going to talk about is this Houston situation. Um, yeah. That's been all over. We're going to talk tell you what we think about. Uh, I guess we're going to talk about Kyrie, I guess, I guess, whatever. And his... <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Yo, you know process. what I think about when I hear about Kyrie? No, 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 no. no, no, this has this is unrelated. I remember, I remember this old school when I used to watch WWF when The Rock was at the height of his powers. Yes. At one time, he was doing like he was cutting like one of these promos, and he used yeah. to be like, uh, I, I, I forget who it was. I think I think it was Kane or Undertaker or something like that. He was like, you take Kane, you put a uh, parakeet into his head. Zing flies backwards. That's what I think of Kyrie. <laughs> like that's what <laughs> that's what I think of Man, Kyrie. The Rock used to come up with some shit, boy. Let me tell you. Let that's me what tell I think you. of Kyrie. Okay. Yeah. But we appreciate you guys as always. At Ball and Beats is a Twitter yes, handle. Ball and Beats is a Gmail. Yes, sir. Ball underscore underscore beats on the Instagram. Hit us up. Uh yes, and we'll catch you on the next one. Send in some more questions, man. Come yes, harder, sir. though. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> I love-